Hello, this is John McCormick, the pastor of Crossword Christian Center in Round Rock, Texas, with a word on the go. Today's word will come from Philippians chapter 3, beginning at verse 12. We'll read verses 12 through 14. It's a very familiar passage of scripture, Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible, but whatever translation you have near you will suffice. Just get your Bible wherever you are and uh, meet me at Philippians chapter 3, beginning at verse 12. Reading from the New Living Translation, you will find these words. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. For the next few minutes, I want to preach from the thought, getting a new start, getting a new start. I don't know about you, but there are days that don't start off as well as I would like for them to start. In fact, there are days that start off rather badly. The interesting thing is when a day starts off badly, it is my hope that as the day progresses, things will get better. Sometimes that happens, but other times it doesn't. In fact, there are days that not only does it not get better, but it actually gets worse. And to add insult to injury on those days when it gets worse, there are times when I invest in extra energy and resources in trying to reverse course so that the day can uh, get better as it progresses. But only I discover that the more resources and time that I put into trying to change the trajectory of the day, uh, the worse it gets. And on those days when it gets like that, I just want to start over. I want a do over. I want to be able to rewind the tape, if you will, and start it again. Can I suggest my brothers and sisters that God gives us opportunities to get new starts, but it is up to us to make the best of them of the new starts that God gives us. And I suggest that the text that I read today and the few uh, words of encouragement that I have here will Will help those who are trying to deal with getting a new start. This particular passage of scripture is a, a passage that's written by Paul. Bible readers will know that Paul is writing this letter to the church at Philippi while sitting in Roman jail. That is, he's in custody. He cannot uh, go. He's, he's had his freedom taken, yet he does take time to put pen to paper to remind the the Philippians about some things that are important. When we get to chapter three at about verse 12, Paul talks about forgetting his past so that he can reach forward to obtain the prize that God has in store for him. It's in those verses, verses 12 through 14, that I want to spend what few minutes I have and lift up some thoughts that I think might actually help you as you're trying to get a new start. The first thing that I think this particular text really tells us is that, that we need to stop living our past as our present. Ooh, let me say if I can say it again. Stop living your past as your present. 
Watch this. Paul declares that he is going to forget his past. Forgetting his past in the Greek is different from the word forget uh, that we use. Forgetting in the Greek doesn't mean that it's going to be wiped as if it's erased completely from the hard drive. No, forgetting in the Greek in this context means to disregard. So what Paul is really saying here is if I'm going to move forward, I've got to disregard my past. What does disregard mean? Disregard in this particular context means that Paul simply chooses not to focus on his past. Can I stop right there? There's somebody who's been dealing with some stuff. You've been given an opportunity to start over, yet you can't really get footing on that or get your right footing because you're still preoccupied with your past. In other words, what you need to do right now, if you're going to start over and make the best of it, is you've got to not focus on your past. Remember, your past is your past. You need to treat that as such. In fact, I would say that Paul had some things in his past that he certainly, if he had an opportunity to do over, he would have done it. Like holding the coats of those who are going to actually murder those who are trying to do what God would have them do and spread the word of the Christian faith. Or perhaps he would want to forget that he volunteered to go and arrest Christians and persecute them who were actually trying to live their lives according to the Christian principles. Or maybe Paul wants to forget the time that the disciples rejected him right after his conversion on the Damascus road when he goes to meet with them to tell them of his call to the ministry and they refuse to meet him. I'm I'm sure that Paul wants to forget that pain of the pain of being rejected by the very ones that God has called to, to, or to further his church. My brothers and sisters, Paul understands that whatever happened in the past is the past and he's not going to be preoccupied with it because he's got some other stuff that he has to do. Let me suggest that who's ever listening to this, you need to understand that you need to stop living your past as your present. Your present is not your past. Watch this. If you're in your present, which if you're listening to this particular message, that means you are, then you've outlived your past. Instead of focusing on your past and bringing it into your present, you ought to thank God for being able able to outlive your past and get ready for what God has in store for you. There's another thought that emerges from this text that I want to lift up for your consideration, and that is you need to treat your present for what it is. In other words, you need to treat your present as a present. What are you talking about, Pastor? Look at it this way. Your present is a gift of time from God that he specifically gave you so that you could get yourself together in order to be ready to receive what's next. Mm, Somebody doesn't get it. Paul is when he's writing this particular letter, he is in a Roman jail. That's his present. But he understands that his present is just a placeholder because there's more for him to do. There's more for him to experience. Paul wants to experience the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Paul wants to possess perfection, which in the Greek means fulfillment or completion. And he understands that he has not yet possessed that. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but you need to appreciate your present as a gift of time from God so that you can get ready for what's next. I know that there are some out there who travel from time to time and travel far distances. And sometimes when you travel, 
You can't make your destination in a direct flight. You've got to go over to a connecting city and a connecting airport. There you deplane from your original plane and you make your way to a new gate to board a new plane that'll take you to your destination. Watch this. That uh, that that connecting place, that connecting airport is your present. It's uh, giving you a time. It's a placeholder, if you will, so that you can get yourself together. You're no longer where you were. You're trying to get to where you're going. But there is just this thing in the middle called your present, which is time for you to leave from where you were to go to where you're going. I'm trying to help somebody. Maybe that'll help you in a little while. What you need to understand is you ought to praise God for the present that God has given you. Guess what? We don't deserve it. We don't deserve this gift, but because of his grace and mercy, he delivers us from our past and gives us an opportunity for a present. And so we ought to thank God for the present. But wait a minute, there's one more thing that I want to get off my chest and hopefully it will help you. And I believe that this particular passage of scripture also wants us to understand that we need to live like God has more in store for us. Look at the text. Paul says that I'm trying to reach completion, perfection, that is, and fulfillment. My past does not hold the fulfillment because I have lived beyond that. My present is too small to hold what lies in 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 my future. So watch this. This is the JFM translation of this. In order to live my life like there's more to come, I've got to live or come with my hands empty. Somebody doesn't get it. If I come with my hands full of my past, then I don't have room uh, or adequate room for God to deposit the promises of my future. I don't know who I'm preaching to in here now, but you are trying to get ready for your future, yet your hands are full of your past. You've got to dump that stuff, dump it in the present, in the connecting place so that you can get ready to get, to experience exactly what God wants you to have. My brothers and sisters, in other words, Paul is saying, I'm moving forward. I'm pursuing the prize of the high calling, uh, the participation in the resurrection. Paul knew that God had more in store for him, so he lived like it. Look at the text. Somebody says, Pastor, how can you say he lived like it? Notice his present, his predicament. He's in jail. But as he writes this letter, notice what's missing. There is no anger. There is no resentment. There is no disdain. There is no discouragement. Why? Because Paul understands that God has more in store for him. I don't know who I'm preaching to as I'm getting ready to close this particular uh, sermon out for someone here. But you need to start living like God has more in store for you. The fact that you are alive, the fact that you are you are in control of your faculties, the fact that God has delivered you from your past and put you in your present so that he can launch you to your future means that God has more in store for you. In other words, you ought to praise God for the ability to leave your past, praise God for the present, and praise God like he has more in store for you. Why? Because you are getting a new start. May God bless you and keep you. Have a great day.